Hallelujah. I want you all to clap better than that. Give the Lord a hand clap in the house this morning. Hallelujah. We give him all the praise. We give him all the glory. It's so good to see everyone today. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the awesome praise and worship, always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before I get started this morning, I just want us to stretch our hands and pray over these needs. If you're here today and you don't know what this is about, at the beginning of the year, we asked everyone to write down five things they want the Lord to do for them this year. You don't have to be a member of this church. If you have family members and they're interested too, just write it down. We don't need to write, don't write your name so we can have it anonymous and bring it in here. We are praying over this every single day and we're going to do that right now. <clears throat> the reason we are doing that because we know that God answers prayers and that we know there are needs in the house. There are needs in our heart. We have burdens, some of us, for our children for our job, for our own spiritual life, for our finances, for our families. So God says, if you ask, I will give to you. Amen? So we're going to all stretch your hands towards these needs right now as we pray. Father God, we thank you. Your word says you crown our year with goodness. Father, we declare that this year, 2022, is crowned with goodness, God. Your goodness, your mercy follows us all the days of our life. You said you surround us with favor as a shield, my God. Father, in this basket here, Lord, there are needs, there are desires, there are visions. Lord, I might even say there are tears here, Lord. People crying out to you, Lord, for something that you alone know. God, I ask that you rent the heavens today. Rent the heavens and pour your blessings upon your people. Rent the heavens and answer our prayers that we have lifted up to you. Father, give us a testimony in 2022, Lord. Give us a testimony. Fill our mouths with laughter in this 2022, God. Give us joy, unspeakable joy. Your word says morning may last for the night. But joy comes in the morning. We declare that 2022 is our morning with you. The morning that you said our joy will break forth. We give you praise and we give you glory. And the people of God said, Amen and Amen and Amen. So if you haven't written your needs, please do that before you leave today, whether you're a church member or not. Before I get started also, I want to give honor to whom honor is due. I'm big in doing that. I have some people here today that came to worship with me that have been major. God has used them in major, major ways in my personal life and in my business life. Deborah Jackson, please, would you stand up? I know you probably don't want to do this. This woman... Please, my church family, after service, make sure you go greet her and just hug her neck. I've done work business with, uh, with Deborah now for about 14 years. This woman has probably been the most single person that has been a destiny helper for me. And I'm saying that because my business, probably about 40-50% of what I do, my patients, my client load, came out of her own business. So she has been a major, major, major blessing from the Lord for me. And I just want to thank you for your humility. She's a woman of integrity. That's why if you want to be an eagle, don't go with vultures. That's an eagle right there. And since I joined with her, I'm an eagle now too. God bless you, sister. God bless you. And I also have Tracy... Where's Tracy? Tracy didn't come? Okay. Uh, Nikki, as another friend of mine, she's my consultant. She keeps me straight and narrow. God bless you. And that's your stepmom, mother-in-law. Stepmom. So good to have you here. And then I have Pat. Pat, please stand up. She's a good friend of mine. We've worked together for years and years. 
And she's also an ordained pastor at a, an Assemblies of God Church. So, God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you all for coming. If you're here and I didn't mention you, it's just because I didn't see you. But thank you so much for coming. God bless you. All right, stand up, let's pray. Today is going to be an awesome day, an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for everything, every gift you have given us. Your word says all good and all perfect gifts come from, heaven, from you, our God in heaven. Father, we take advantage of everything you have provided for us. Everything we need to fight the enemy. Everything we need to work for you. So, Lord God, we thank you this morning. Father, hide me behind the cross. Let every word that comes from this pulpit be what you want your people to hear. When Jesus was walking with the two men on the road of Emmaus, the Bible says their heart burned within them. Father, let your word cause our hearts to burn within us today. To the glory of your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before you sit down, Isaiah 50 verse 4, please put it up. That's our uh, announcement. We, we declare that right before we preach. So ready, want to go. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Today I want to talk to us about the power of the anointing oil. The power of the anointing oil. Isaiah 10 verse 27 says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of what? The yoke will be destroyed because of what? Remember what it says there. It didn't say the yoke will be broken. When something is broken, we can put it back together. If it's broken, the enemy can go back and put it together. But the Bible says it will be destroyed. When it's destroyed, it cannot be put together. Whatever burden, whatever yoke the enemy has put on you, God says today, when you receive the anointing on you, when the anointing oil hits you, all those burdens will be rolled away, and every yoke will be destroyed to the point that the devil can never put it back on you. Amen? Mark 14, verse 3. And being in Bethany, that's Jesus, at the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flask of very costly oil of spikenard. And she broke the flask and poured it on his head. She anointed Jesus. Without knowing what she was doing, she was anointing him. For the death and the burial that was coming. But it says the oil was very expensive. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verses 21 to 22. It says, now he who establishes you in Christ has anointed us in God. And has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Why am I taking time to read these scriptures before I go into my message? It's because we are in an age where the enemy, Satan, is like a flea-infested, rabid, wild dog that's on the rampage. He's on the rampage to kill. He's on the rampage to destroy He's on a rampage to steal from you. And these days, he's not afraid of who he touches. He's not afraid to touch you. 
He's not afraid to touch your finances. He's not afraid to touch your, fa- your family members, your children, your spouse. He's not afraid. And the power we were operating on yesterday, we cannot still operate on those same powers that we had yesterday when the enemy is doing what he's doing today. We cannot. We cannot be the same Christian we were two years ago, last year, when the enemy has upped his tactics against us. We cannot. We cannot afford to do what we were doing before. We cannot afford to be the Christian who comes every Sunday, just sits on the chair, get the message, it's a good message, go home, you don't pray, you don't read the Bible, you don't study, you don't do anything about what you heard. We cannot be those Christians anymore. The enemy is on the loose. We cannot pray one hour when he's busy 24-7. We cannot afford to anymore. He's on the loose. And the anointing oil is something that God has given us to use against the enemy and for our own good. Before I start, though, I want to tell you what the anointing oil is not. Listen to me carefully. The anointing oil is not the Holy Spirit. Because that's a mistake a lot of evangelicals and Pentecostals make. This oil right here is not the Holy Spirit. This is a substance. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's a person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is God. There's God the Father who anointed Jesus. The Bible says God anointed Jesus. And he went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the enemy, for God was with him. Then Jesus anointed us with the Holy Spirit and with power. He said before he went to heaven, he said, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I do not leave, the Holy Spirit will not come upon you. Why would Jesus say it is crucial that he goes away? Because we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives to do what he's called us to do. We need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives to move and follow God the way he wants us to move and follow him. The Holy Spirit came down on the day of Pentecost. And fishermen, men who were not learned, who were shaken, who were afraid, once the Holy Spirit filled them, the Bible says it filled them with power. And they went about. Twelve men, disciples plus apostles plus about, about 70 or so. I forgot how many people were up there in the upper room. Changed the world because of the Holy Spirit. So I don't want you to think this is the Holy Spirit. No. The Holy Spirit is a person that you have to know that you have to have inside of you. But what the oil is, the oil is a representation of the power of God, of the presence of God in your life. The oil represents and it activates the power of the Holy Spirit that is already on the inside of you. We have lost that teaching in the church. We pray for people and we anoint them and put some oil on their head, but we need to explain to people what this oil represents. So that we can take full advantage of what it represents. The oil is to remind you of four things. And I want you to write them down. It's to remind you that you have been set apart for God's use. When God gave instructions to Moses in Exodus 30 verse 25 to 31. He says, everything you anoint is holy and set apart for me. So David anointed, I mean, sorry, Moses anointed Aaron, anointed his sons, anointed every utensil, everything that was in the tabernacle. He put oil on everything. And once the oil touched it, that thing was now set apart, consecrated for the use of God and for the use of God only. That's what God has done for you. The Bible says he's called you. 
He's chosen you. He set you apart and he put his spirit on you. And he took you from the kingdom of darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. You've been chosen. You are holy. You are set apart for God to use you. That's what this oil is going to remind you today. When we put this oil on you today, is to remind you that you are special. That God has a use for your life. That God picked you. And I'm telling you, God doesn't normally pick those that we expect him to pick. Who would have thought me would be a pastor of a church? I, sometimes I wake up and I, I'm like, this God, you really know how to use foolish things. That's what he says. He says he uses the foolish things of the world. Don't ever write yourself off. You qualify. You qualify. It is you that God is looking for. He's called you out. He's chosen you and he put his spirit on you. You can do whatever God says you can do. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't let your situation tell you otherwise. Don't let any push, anything push you back. When my husband died, not even four months now, I was at the point of taking his pain medications to kill myself because I didn't even think at that moment that I could go on in this life without him. That very minute, I took those pills in my hands. My children, they had no clue that I was going to do that. But I heard a voice say, you must use your pain. You must use your pain. You must use your pain. Your pain must be God's gain. You must use your pain for God's gain. And I put that bottle back down. I said, God, if you can use this broken vessel, if you can use this woman here who is just as miserable, as sad, with this pain, with this pain, with this pain, you can use me for your gain. I surrender to you. My pain will be used for God's gain. My pain will be used for God's gain. Satan will pay for what he did to my children and I. He will. So you qualify. The oil is to activate the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of you. When Samuel, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13, went to David, went to Mr. Benjesse's house to anoint David because God had told him there is a king in the house of Mr. Benjesse who is going to be the next king after Saul. When, Paul, uh, when, when Samuel went there and told Mr. Benjesse, he brought out all his children the strong ones, the ones that were already in battle, that were already armies and, and soldiers in the army. He brought them out thinking, yeah, this is the one that God has gone you know, ahead of to anoint. Samuel said, no. The Spirit said, not that one. The next one, no, not that one. The next one, next, not that one. And went through all the six sons and he said, none of these. He said, well, I still have one. <laughs> He's just out in the, he's a a shepherd just looking after sheep. Whoever has written you off, whoever has said that one, that that one, that that didn't have the education, doesn't have the looks, doesn't have the whatever, you are the one God will anoint in the presence of them. God, Samuel said, no, 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 it's not one of these. And they went, ran to the field and brought David. The Bible says he was ruddy looking. He had been out there. All he does is, my, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not mourn. He leads me beside the still waters. Sheep were his congregation. But he knew how to praise God. He knew how to worship God. The anointing oil is for those who know how to worship. The anointing oil is for those who, who know how to be in their secret place. And tell God, God, you are all I have. You are my shepherd, I shall not mourn. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know you are with me. You might comfort me sometimes, but sometimes your rod might punish me. But Lord, I know who you are in my life. 
That was the one they said, go bring to be anointed. So if you are going to be anointed today, you have to be a worshiper of God. You have to be a worshiper of God. They brought David and they anointed him. And the Bible says, the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. They anointed David three times. The first time, just with his father and his brothers. The second time, they anointed him in Judah. That was his family, his brethren, his extended family. When God anoints you, he's going to take you from glory to glory. From glory to glory. It might start small, just with you and your husband and your children. But the glory grows. When you keep praising God. When you keep praising God. You know, the next time he was anointed, guess where it was? It was in Judah. What is Judah? What is Judah? Judah is praise. Praise is what will keep your anointing going. Bigger, bigger, bigger. The next time it was his family, his tribe in Judah that said, Yes, we see the the kingship in you. We are going to anoint you as king over Judah. They anointed him. Because his enemy was still on the throne, the one that God has dethroned is still there. So don't worry once you get this anointing oil on you, even if the trouble is still there and it still looks really big, don't worry. As you keep praising the Lord, that anointing will keep growing. That anointing will keep growing. Eventually, Saul will have to leave that throne. So you can stay on the throne God has for you. Amen? Hallelujah. So the second thing is to show you and to help you activate the power and the presence of God in your life. The next thing it says here, and I read the scriptures, it says God has removed or will remove the burden from your shoulder and the yoke from your neck because of the anointing oil. So number three, God will remove burdens from you. God will destroy yokes. God will heal your sicknesses. God will take it all. In Mark 16, 6, 13, they said the apostles, the disciples, prayed for the sick, anointed them with oil, and healed them. James 5, 14 to 15, he says, Is any sick among you? He said, Get the anointing oil. Get the elders of the church and pray. And the prayer of faith we heal the sick. So this oil we are talking about, we are not talking about something they just did in the Old Testament. They also did it in the New Testament. It was God's idea for the anointing oil. In Exodus 30, 25, 31, it says, And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. With it you shall anoint the tabernacle of meeting." And the ark of the testimony, the table, and all its utensils, the lampstand, the utensils, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings with all its utensils, and the lava and its base, you shall consecrate them that they may be what? Most holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. You see what I said? That is what the anointing oil is. And it says, And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. And you shall speak to the, generation, to the children of Israel saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout what? Throughout your generations. The oil is for the, all the time. It's not only for the Old Testament. It's to be put on you and you, have, you, have, you now know, yes, I'm consecrated. I'm holy. I'm set apart for God. The presence of the Lord is with me. Every yoke, every burden in my life, this oil, once it touches my head, when it touches my body, all of that is broken. All of that is destroyed. That is what the oil does. That is what the oil does. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it says, but you, you sitting down right here this morning, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
his own special people, that you may pro- proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are chosen. You are chosen. Just like the oil found David in Psalm 89 verse 20, it says, my oil has found David. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the benefits. The benefits you have when the oil touches you. So we can know what we have. Because when the enemy sees you and he knows that you know, that you know, that you know, he'll flee from you. I mean, I'm not saying that a Christian life is void of trouble. If I tell, tell you that, please, just cancel that. anybody who tells you that. In fact, when the enemy sees that you have God in you, you are the one he's going to be after the most. This thing right here. This is what they call the Syrian rap game. I was watching on Christmas. We have a Christmas party in church. I was watching them and they were having so much fun just trying to, trying to do this and get it to get the gift that was inside. And then about a week, a week ago, this past Saturday, my children went to Michelle's home and they were doing the game again and she had posted it on Facebook. And there was, God was trying to tell me something. I was like, what? I'm just seeing them laughing, having fun, trying to, to, to get this thing, to get to what was inside. Because she, usually we put $20 in there. And you know what God said? He said, tell my people that when they get anointed with oil. And that was so amazing when he told me that. He says, they are going to be like this saran wrap. But this time, when they are soaked in the anointing oil, he says, because sometimes when Satan is unraveling my people, he gets too much joy and laughter from it. He gets too much, it's too much fun for him to see the people of God unraveled. He's after the gift that have deposited inside of you. He's after the purpose that is inside of you. He will do whatever it takes. No matter sometimes how you feel, you've covered yourself with the word, with prayer, with giving, with fasting. He says sometimes the enemy will still come and try to unravel you. Try to take you apart. Why is he doing that? So he can get to the gift on the inside of you. He says, but when the oil touches you, you're going to confuse the enemy. He will come and try to do it from here. He won't be able to. He will come and try. See, because there's oil now. See how slippery it is? That's how you're going to be to the enemy. From now on, once the oil touches you, the enemy will not be able to unravel you anymore. He will not be able to get to what God has put on the inside of you. Do you accept that this morning? Do you receive that this morning? Hallelujah. The enemy is a liar. He will not take what God has put in you. We all have a purpose. We all have a reason why we were created. You have a purpose. God said he prepared you. You know how you pay a phone? Have you paid a phone before? Until you pay a phone, you cannot use it. If you have an old phone, when my kids bought me a phone on my birthday, or rather my husband bought me a phone on my that was his last gift for me. My kids were trying to pay the phone. They would put the two phones together to get all the things from this one. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. God has paid you with the gift, all the stuff you're supposed to do in this world. When you were taught in his mind, he downloaded everything. Downloaded everything. Like I said the other Sunday, some of us, the works God has called us to do are here. And we are over here. We are over here. And God is saying, go there. That's where you're supposed to be. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And until you learn about the anointing, and you walk in the anointing, with the word of God in you, with prayer, then finally, you find that there's a connection. There's a deep fulfillment. There's a deep joy on the inside of you. Because you finally connected. 
with what God has called you to do. That's what the Lord says when you get this anointing today. It's going to begin to connect you with everything God has purposed for your life. It's going to begin to attract to you favor. It's going to begin to attract to you blessings. It's going to begin to attract to you everything that you need. The desire to know God more. The desire to pray. The desire to be an intercessor. This oil, as it touches your body, will begin to attract the things of God to your life. Hallelujah. 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 Let me talk a little bit about yokes and burdens. Because it says in Isaiah 10, 27, that it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. Yoke from your neck. Every one of us here, we're under a yoke. Whether you like it or not, there are two yokes. And you know what a yoke is? A yoke is a piece of wood that has loops of leather attached to it or chain, whatever it is. And they put the head of an oxen on one through one, put the head of another oxen through it, and there's the big stick or big uh, piece of wood on top. And it's tied to... Uh, like a plow, a, 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 they call it when you plow, a plow, like a, a, something to till the ground. And the farmer just pulls that thing, and anywhere he wants those oxen to go, he just uses his hands, and the oxen goes, there has no, no say, it's wherever the, the farmer wants him to go, that he goes. Now, the Bible says, Jesus says here, it says, come to me, Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So you can choose to be yoked to Jesus. When you are yoked to him, his body, you see, he will give you work to do. When you come to serve him, you have a cross to carry. That's why I keep telling people. There's a cross to carry when you serve the Lord. But he says his yoke, what did he say? He says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You will have peace. You will have fulfillment. You will have joy that people cannot understand. You will have the favor of God on you. People cannot understand. They will see you and say, what, what is so different about you? There's just something about you. All of you have met some of those kind of people. You just see them. You just like them. And anybody tells you, why do you like them? You don't even know why you, li- you like them. You just like them. And then there are some people you see coming. They open their mouth once. You're looking for a door to exit. When you are yoked with Christ, when you are yoked with him, you begin to get all of him into you. All the goodness from him gets into you. All the fulfillment in life gets into you. The peace gets into you. But you can also be yoked with the devil. And that's what the oil comes to remove. The oil comes to break that burden. To destroy that yoke of the enemy and take it off from your neck. So you are no longer burdened down. There are yokes, financial yokes. There are emotional yokes. Sickness yokes. Sexual yokes. All kinds of yokes on people's necks. Bible says today when this oil hits you, all that burden will be lifted and the yoke will be broken and destroyed. Can never be put again together. But when that happens, don't leave your neck yokeless. Quickly go to Jesus and say, Jesus, put your yoke on me. Yoke me with you. What do you want me to do for you? Where will I go for you? Who do you want me to talk to? Who do you want me to reach out to? What work do you have for me? Until you do that, that hole, that that deep hole in your heart that you're trying to fill with everything, that emptiness, We all have it when you don't know Christ. We all have it when you're not walking with him. That emptiness, until you yoke yourself with Christ, that emptiness will never be filled. So as you remove your head and as this oil 
breaks the yoke of the enemy, destroys the yoke of the enemy over you today, make sure the oil also leads you to be yoked with Christ. The anointing oil is not optional. When they started using the anointing oil, they found out that it also had healing properties. It also had preservative properties. So that's why David said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, in Psalm 23 verse 1. And then he went to verse 5 and says, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. Because the oil, when he anoints your head, is for a purpose. Let me tell you what I found out. The sheep, David understood this very, very well because he was a shepherd himself. When he says, Jesus, he says, you are my shepherd. And the Bible says here, Jesus says in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And then in John 10, verse 14, he says, I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep and I'm known by my own. So David understood this shepherdship relationship. When the sheep, during the, the summer months or the, or, the, or the months when it was kind of warm, when they were grazing, the tall grass, the blades of the grass, would cut their parts of their mouth, cut their noses, cut their eyes, cut their ears, and leave little cuts, little, little cuts in there. And so with the heat... Flies will come and be buzzing around them. And the flies will perch on those little, little wounds and lay their eggs in there. And then when the eggs start to hatch, they become maggots inside the skin of the sheep. And so most of the time, if you are around animals or sheep, when that happens, they keep shaking their head. It's like they're going crazy because it's so irritating, it's so painful. It's driving them. It's frustrating. They keep trying to get rid of it, but of course they can't get their hands in there. Isn't that what the enemy does to us? You are just going about your life, trying to find your food, trying to take care of your family. And he comes in here, and he begins to perch on you. Perch on you. And you know what? I, I mean, this blew me away. You know the meaning of Beelzebub that is called the chief of demons? The meaning of that word, Beelzebub, is king of flies. Beelzebub means king of flies. I said, Lord, are you serious? That's what he is. He is the king of flies. He will send those demons to torment you, to go into every area. Guess where? Your mouth, your ears. Your eyes and your mind. Those are the gates of the enemy. And so he'll come in there and lay his eggs. And the maggots, as they start to hatch, frustrate your life. No matter what you do, you can't get it out. No matter what you do, you try. It's like nothing is happening. That's why the shepherd brings the oil, grabs that sheep, and pours that oil on the head, and rubs it in. And rubs it in. When he does that, he kills all the maggots. Because the anointing oil has preservative properties. It has healing properties. It kills all those bugs and all those worms and all those flies and all those maggots. And then when new ones come, they see the anointing. They say, oh my goodness, we can't touch this one. That's what this oil is going to be doing for you. That is why we can't. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a one-time thing. Get some anointing oil in your home. Pray over yourself. Anoint yourself on a regular basis. Nobody changes the oil in their car one time. Who just buys the car, put oil, and that's it for, for, for the life of the car? You don't do that. Everything in life is parallel to the spirit. Every 3,000, 5,000 miles, we change the oil in our car. Because if you don't, the flavor... The viscosity and the, the, the labor, those are the three properties of oil, we, we, we break down. And so when you go change the oil after three or 5,000 miles, you see all the dirt and grits and all of that. And then you take oil like this. See how you, almost you can see through it. 
You pour it into that oil and that oil, the car begins to operate like it was made to operate. It goes faster than it's supposed to go. It runs cleaner. It runs smoother. It's the same thing with your spirit, man. You cannot operate on yesterday's anointing. You cannot. You cannot. Let me tell you, everything you see these days is fake. There's fake rice. I've tried to eat what they call cauliflower rice. It's not rice. There's fake meat. They say, oh, it tastes like meat. In fact, Nikki here, my friend, she, she's a uh, vegetarian. They don't eat meat. Me, I'm a vegetarian. She, they say, they say there's meat that looks and tastes like meat, but it's not meat. I'm like, I can't eat anything that <laughs> is not meat. Handbag. Some ladies, you see them carrying all those Louis Vuitton. They bought it on Halloween. I've done that before too. Anyway, so you see everything that is fake. But one thing that you cannot fake is the anointing. You cannot, that's one thing God will not let you fake. You either have it or you don't have it. But the good thing is it's available to everybody. All you need to do is on the floor. Pray, read the word of God. And tell him, God, I want you to use me. I want you to use me. Here is my weakness. This is where I fail. This is, what, this is me. This is me. He knows anyway. But Lord, use me. David, that God said, David is the apple of my eye. You know the things David did? He committed adultery. He murdered a man. But David was quick to repent. David was quick and he was a worshiper. And God told him, I said, from your family, there will always be a king on the throne from now till everlasting. And Jesus is called the son of David. So today, I have a whole lot to talk about. Next week, we're going to continue. Because I want to tell you what the components of the oil is casia, myrrh, Cinnamon and olive cane. Olive oil, cinnamon, myrrh, and cane. Each one of those has a meaning. We're going to talk about that next week. Then we're going to look into uh, Psalm 89 from verse 20. When the Bible says, My David I have found with my oil. And he anointed him with my oil. And all the benefits that came with that. You need to know, we need to know these things, people. We need to walk and operate in all of this. The anointing oil is a huge, huge thing among us that we should never, not just once in a while, they dab your head, no. Go home, get an oil, go to the store, get, you can be olive oil, just provide. These days we don't have to have it the way Moses made it. You, you are not a priest. You, you put your hand and bless it. Anoint your children. Anoint your home. Your business place, anoint it. One thing I used to do, I take care of people that have serious mental illness. I will rub my hands with anointing oil when I get to work. Just rub it like, like cream. I've never had anybody in my office come there to break things. People will say, you've been in practice since 2005. You've never been hurt. You've never been injured. You've never... I'll say no. Because before I get, once I drop my bag, I take my anointing oil out. I just rub it in my hand. When I'm talking to them, sometimes I put my hand on them. Everything just calms down. You have what it takes. Activate it. Activate it. Stand up on your feet this morning. Hallelujah. 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 What I want to do is I want the children to come out first. I want the children to come out first. Let's anoint the children. And there's a scripture I want to give the children that is very important this morning. Kids, did they tell you all about anointing in children's church? You, they did, right? Okay, good. Just kind of go over there.
so good to have you all in big church. Amen. Exodus 35, 3, I didn't give you this. Please let me put it off. Exodus uh, chapter 35, verses 30 and 31. You have it for me? And Moses, children, listen to me, okay? And Moses said to the children of Israel... See, the Lord has called by name Bezel, the son of Uri, the son of Or, of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. So what we are going to pray for you guys is that that God will give you all divine wisdom creative ideas, business ideas, spiritual insight above your years. God will begin to give you visions and dreams. God will begin to reveal himself to you even at your young age. Because you all are going to be taken over from us one day. So that's what we're going to pray over you as we anoint you this morning, okay? I want the pastors who I told to fast and pray, just come out and get the oil. If I told you to fast and pray with me on this thing, all of you, please come out, get the oil, and just anoint the children. Anoint them and pray those over them, that God will give them creative ideas. Someone started Facebook. Why not the children of God? Right? Someone started Twitter. Why not the children of God? God will begin to give you all creative ideas. God will begin to birth in you a desire to serve Him all the days of your life. God will begin to give you dreams and visions. God will begin to lead you to pray for your friends in school. God will begin to lead you to speak to your, to your friends about Jesus in school. That's why we pray and anoint you for this morning in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This anointing oil has set you apart from your, all, the other, all the other kids in the school. You are set apart. You are holy unto the Lord. You are consecrated unto God because of the anointing oil. No yoke, no burden, no plan of the enemy will come near you because you've been anointed. You've been anointed. You are God's property. You are God's property. In the name of Jesus, rub it on their forehead. The enemy will see you and he will flee. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are set apart for God today. You are set apart for God today. You are holy unto the Lord. Our children are holy unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the pastors, I'm going to anoint you. And then after that, I will just have the church members come out and anoint you. I'm helping me to anoint them. Father God, every yoke, every burden, I break over my sister in the name of Jesus. From today, no more. No more. No more. All the blessings of heaven over your life in Jesus' name. You are separated. You are separated, set aside, holy, consecrated unto the Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I anoint you today with the oil of God. The presence of the Lord to always be with you, never to leave or forsake you. All the giftings, everything that is put inside of you today, we begin to manifest. We begin to manifest. We begin to manifest. No evil will see you. You are sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the anointing oil that I place over my brother today. Every yoke and every burden, every yoke is destroyed. Every burden is lifted in the name of Jesus. Set apart, set apart, set apart, consecrated. The enemy thought he would take you. He didn't realize that God had a purpose. Bigger than him. Bigger than you even think. 
greater than you ever imagined. He will begin to do that in your life. 2022 is just the beginning. God will take you to heights that will blow your mind. In Jesus' name. Same over you, my sister. Same over you. The anointing. The anointing, the double portion. Fresh one. The saturating anointing. Like Aaron, it will start from the head. And it will go down into your body until it drips. And everywhere you go, they will say, Mmm, she smells good. But it's the smell of the spirit. It's the smell of the anointing. In Jesus' name. Yes, it will flow. It will flow, it will flow, it will flow, it will flow. You will be recognized in your family, in the tribe of Judah. You will be recognized in Israel. Your fame under God will go to places. God will use it to touch young people, young children. God will use it to break the burden in their life, to destroy the yokes in their life because you've surrendered yourself. You've both surrendered yourself. Everything that will want to hinder you, every yoke of the enemy, I bind in the name of Jesus. I rebuke in the name of Jesus. I rebuke in the name of Jesus. It's broken today. It's broken today. It's broken today. Financial yokes, I break in the name of Jesus. Oh, Rabbi Shandere, favor, 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 favor. Favor of the Lord. Favor of the Lord. Favor of the Lord to surround you like a shield. Favor that will make people not know why they are giving to you. Favor that will make them just pour on you. Oh, set apart for God. Even a greater desire for the things of God. Oh, God is teaching you about holiness. Because you are going to be teaching others about holiness. God is going to use you to make people realize that to serve God, you have to be holy. Because without holiness, no man can see God. And God is beginning to open your eyes in that area. I give you a fresh anointing, a double anointing, a saturating anointing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, new revelations. Father, let her read a scripture she has read over and over and over and over and over again. And let the scripture just open up. Just open up. Because of what you are going to be using her to do. To reach women. Women that are hurt. Women that demand that their minds have been torn by the enemy. Those that are depressed, anxious, don't know what to do about their children. God will give you a revelation. One word from you and their lives will change. I speak that over you today. In Jesus' name. Aha, prophet of God. Prophet of God. Prophet of God. Double portion. Double portion. You will prophesy and they will say, hmm, is Saul also among the prophets? Is Saul also among the prophets? Double portion. Double portion. Receive it. In Jesus' name. And start coming out. Everybody, if you want to be anointed, start coming out. Pastors, help me. Help me. Help me. Oh, yeah, mama, shenderebo. Yerebobo, shenderebo. We receive, receive double portion. Every burden is broken. Every yoke is destroyed. Every yoke is destroyed over your life. Right now, in Jesus' name. Kanderebo, shenderebo. Herababa, konderebo, shenderebo.